morning. I have a couple announcements. The district meeting is going to be May the 16th, not next week. So I want everybody to know that for sure. So there will be a preaching service here next week. It's, uh, we'll find out who will preside and who will speak. I had another announcement, but I can't remember just what one of them was. That's a sign of old age, isn't it? <laughs> well, next, next month be May, and we're going to have our first dinner since probably February or March of a year ago, and it'll be a Mother's Day dinner that we're going to have. And what I would like for some of you people to do, everybody, if anybody that's in the congregation knows that ain't here, you might talk to them. If you have a picture of your mother, young or old, I don't care, I would like for you to get us a, a copy of it or let us have it to where we can make a copy of it because I got a little something on my mind. So don't matter whether your mom has passed or whether she's living or what, I would like to have a picture of it. Jimmy? Can I say something? Yes. I said dinner, we're going to start getting some help from the younger crowd. I'm not going to participate in this. I'm older this too. There's no reason the older ladies and the older people have to do dishes and all the young people get mm -hmm. on their phones and go play or leave. You put the word out to the younger people that's the ones in the congregation that's going to have to happen. Yep. Without, I mean, with all the work around here, mowing and everything else we got going on. It takes all of us to make it work. Does anyone else have something they'd like? Yes. Anyone else have an announcement they'd like to make? If not, we'll prepare for our next service.
Good morning to each of you, and you might turn to hymn number 10, and let's be called to worship with just a couple of comments that I'd like to make. Years ago, I heard Jim Rogers pray and ask that the Lord would send us many more Timothys, remarking out of the New Testament when using the words of Paul. Well, his name's not Timothy, but the Lord did send us more young Timothys. His name may be uh, Paul Van Meter. It may be Parker. His name might be Alex. But the Lord answered that prayer. And if you go to Independence, you'll find other names, and they aren't Timothy, but they're Eli and Isaiah, things like that. The Lord sent us many more young Timothys. And it is, takes a, a lot of courage to stand up here and to preach. Anyone that's had to stand here and do it will agree to that. It also takes a lot of courage to come up and play the organ or the piano. So the Lord sent us many young and courageous Timothys, whether they are male or female. Hymn number 10, and we will stand on this. kind Father in heaven, truly we give thanks for the answer to prayers. We invite your Holy Spirit into this sanctuary that it may enrich our lives this hour. Also, we ask that Paul's tongue might be loosened, that he will speak uh, clearly and fluently and prick the hearts of those in attendance, that they might tune in and hear the very words they need this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. 
The scripture reading today is going to come from section 34, 3. And it shall come to pass that there shall be a great work in the land, even among the Gentiles, for their folly and their abominations shall be made manifest in the eyes of the people. For I am God, and mine arm is not shortened. I will show miracles, signs, and wonders unto all those who believe on my name. And whoso shall ask it in my name, in faith they shall cast out devils, they shall heal the sick, they shall cause the blind to receive their sight, and the deaf to hear, and the dumb to speak, and the lame to walk. And the time speedily cometh that great things are to be shown forth unto the children of men. But without faith shall not anything be shown forth except desolations upon Babylon, the same which has made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And there are none that doeth good excepting those who are ready to receive the fullness of my gospel, which I have sent forth unto this generation. Hymn number 372. I'm going to start out reading from the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, 1 through 6. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, 
so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being yet speaketh. By faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation he had his testimony that he pleased God. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. When I was preparing for today, I kind of was, uh, with what's going on in the world and different events in our lives, I kind of got pulled to go back to the, the very basic and our foundation, which is our faith in God and Jesus Christ. This is the crux of our whole spiritual and physical lives. And oftentimes we do not nourish and use our faith to the extent that we are called to, and we miss out on the blessings that we could have from God. Section 8.3d, And therefore, whatsoever ye shall ask me to tell you by that means, that will I grant unto you, and you shall have knowledge concerning it, remembering that without faith you can do nothing. Without faith we can do nothing. We remain but helpless ants going through the motions in our lives. All of us have struggles and roadblocks that arise in our lives, but yet how quickly do we always seek out God to help us and how? Do we just say a quick prayer and move on? Do you make all the preparation to receive the answer he has for you? Or do we always turn to the world experts around us, the institutions and the educated? Alma 16:168. But it is because your ground is barren and you will not nourish the tree, therefore ye cannot have the fruit thereof. And this it is, if you will not nourish the word, looking forward with an eye of faith to the fruit therefore, you can never pluck of the fruit of the tree of life. But if you will nourish the word, yea, nourish the tree as it beginneth to grow, by your faith with great diligence and with patience, looking forward to the fruit thereof, it shall take root, and behold, it shall be a tree springing up into everlasting life. We are to be nourishing our faith within us. And in this world, that can be a hard thing to do. For as soon as it finds out you have any amount of faith, it seeks to squander and destroy it just as soon as you mention it. So we have to try to be growing in our faith that we may move forward like the Lord wants us, not letting the world get to us, and instead focus on the many examples in your life and the lives of those around you where you have seen how the Lord has been blessing us, the many miracles he has given you. Let this grow your faith. Rely on them. Fall back on them. Don't let the rough spots weaken your faith, but let them as well also strengthen it by focusing how he is helping you through it. Let your faith grow and keep out all the doubt and worry. We are to live only by faith and to act out in faith. Reading from Matthew 6, 34-39. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? Why is it that ye murmur among yourselves, saying, We cannot obey the word, because ye have not all these things? 
and seek to excuse yourselves, saying that after all these things do the Gentiles seek. But behold, I say unto you, that your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. Wherefore, seek not the things of this world, but seek ye first to build up the kingdom of God, and to establish his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day shall be the evil thereof. Worry is our enemy and an enemy of the Lord, especially when at times the future can look bleak. We know we are an aged congregation that's dwindling. You can see the unrest and the evil out in the world. But we are not to focus on that. Our lives should still be lived by faith, and just a small amount of faith can do great things. Matthew 17:20. I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. By faith, God will remove the mountains from our lives as they arise. But we must always have that faith and trust in him. Things may not happen instantly. They can take days, months, possibly even years. But we must still always have our faith and trust in him. We must always testify of him and what he has provided us. For by faith he will heal us. And too often we have relied on the outside world and not the Lord. This is not to mean we don't go to doctors and such, but we should have the faith that God can and will heal us in his time and not allow doubt to control us. In Luke 8:47, And Jesus said, Someone hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman found that she was not hid, she came trembling, and falling down before him, she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him, and how she was healed immediately. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort, Thy faith have made thee whole. Go in peace. By faith we are healed, and he is with us always. There are numerous testimonies of the healing power of God in Jesus Christ, and at times we are combated with infirmities and struggles in our health, physical, mental, and spiritual. We must not forget that these testimonies and must rely on our faith in the Lord that he is with us and will heal us. All of us have struggles we are dealing with in our lives. All of us have things that could make us doubt, that trouble us and weigh us down. But the Lord is aware of all of this, and he will bear it with us and shall help us by our faith through him. James 1, 5 through 6. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that he giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for they that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the sand and tossed. The Lord will give us what we need and will bless us through our faith, but we must keep our faith from wavering. Matthew seven twelve through 13 Say unto them, Ask of God. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, 
and unto him that knocketh it shall be opened. The Lord will give us what we seek if we ask in righteousness and in faith. He will help us in our struggles. We must always remember nothing is impossible with God. However, we must not ask amiss. We should ask for things righteously, that he will help us bear our burdens and our struggles in our lives. God does not want us to have to suffer. He seeks to bless us, so we must always nourish our faith and live by that faith in all facets of our lives. We have to endure to the end and not let our faith waver. We must focus on the testimonies we have heard and experienced in our lives and to not let doubt and struggle or worry hold us back, but to always ask of God in faith and he will dwell with us and will bless us as long as we remain faithful and follow his commandments to the very end. Again, I'd like to thank Samantha for writing out Paul's sermons for him. Could we turn to him 450? I appreciate how Paul always keeps his sermons, we'll say up to date, the things that he sees going around us in the world. 450, and then afterwards we'll... Dean, will you bring the benediction? May we stand, please?